This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Canel Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, buddy. Happy Saturday to you and everybody out there. That's it. It's a lovely summer Saturday here in the high country. School's out. That means it's the summertime. We've had Memorial Day. Summertime's here. Gotta love it, man. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people be going to the beach and stuff like that. Tourists starting to come up from the beach up here, too. So, Well, it's hot down there, yeah, believe it or not. That's it. So, Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to us. I appreciate all of our listeners out there, especially those on the podcast as well, all about home construction. So when you miss this show or you want to share it with a friend, don't forget, you can do that. Yeah. It's good. And if you've got, a, got a Bluetooth in your vehicle, you can listen to our podcast. Yeah. While just, you're driving down the road. That's it. And then just tell your uh, smart speakers to play us, too. So got a call yesterday from a person from Colorado. Said, nice. Nice show. We well, appreciate that. So thanks a lot. Expanding our wings, spreading them out a little bit. So thanks for all of our listeners out there. And, and we get lots of uh, messages throughout the week as well on the Facebook page and through the social medias, too. So we appreciate all of those questions as usual. And uh, anyway, Randy, how's how are things going for you guys? Uh, how was the week? Good. Nice. Uh, you know, I started hay last weekend, so that time of year. Yes, it is. I've heard it's, I've heard it uh, for many people. It's it's looking good this year. Grass is real good. This uh, wet winter really helped. Sometimes, uh, if we don't get enough snow, you know, it takes snow to grow grass. Yep. You know, most people don't think about it, but that's what helps push everything back in the ground. It does, and believe it or not, when it snows. Uh, the snow setting on the rock releases carbon that goes into the ground, which is the building blocks of everything that we have. Yep. So we have to, if we don't have snow, we have to depend on rain. But we really need the cold weather below zero for a week, and most people don't think about it. Kills a lot of stuff off. It does, but it also pushes the water into the aquifer. Okay? And it's a lot slower if we don't have a freeze. There you go. And, uh, but other than that, hay looks great. Uh, 25 acres down, nice. another 11 mode. So. Sweet. Another uh, 110 to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, as long as you're not asking me to help you with the uh, square bells. I'll drive the truck all day long, but I'm not going to. Well, we did square bell 300 bales, uh, but I did not have to pick it up. I have um, I have graduated on. Some of us, it, some, it takes some people less time than others to realize that is not a fun job to do. So. I'm done. I've, I've retired from that. Well, you know, that's the reason they start youngins out. And, you know, as young youngins have disappeared from the yeah. farm. Yeah, but. And that's the uh, reason you graduate into look, equipment, you know. Look, I, I've, I've, I've done my share of throwing square bells on the trailer and stacking and getting yelled at because I didn't stack it right. Correct. So. How many bales on a seven-foot bed? As many as you can put. Fifty-five. How many bales on eight-foot bed? Sixty-five. How many beds on twelve? How many bales on twelve? Uh, One hundred and ten. There you go. Eighteen-foot bed. Two hundred and five. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, well, thanks again for uh, for everyone out there, and um, don't forget the VFW has a breakfast going on. They're they've started now, so you can head over to the VFW and get your nice breakfast: uh, eggs, ham, everything. Right? Yes, I about forgot the radio show. I got here. F- ah. <laughs> 20 minutes late because I, I was excited. Well, good stuff. So that's going on. Don't forget about that. And then um, uh, we do we do wish uh, the the you know the Wounded Warrior Elizabeth Dole Foundation the uh, event going on today. Uh, it's closed off in terms of if you haven't registered, you can't go just because they don't have enough stuff. No yeah, food Wednesday, supplies, Wednesday was but, our cutoff on it. Um, uh, but 
And as of Wednesday, we had 150 people Sweet. coming to it. So, uh, well, hopefully that will. Uh, hopefully that event goes well. Uh, wish you guys some luck on that. Yes, it was. Uh, we missed everybody at Memorial Day ceremony. It went pretty good. Good. And, uh, but you know what? Think about your vets. Yeah, definitely. Well, good stuff. Well, we have a guest. We have two guests with us today. It's about time. We tried to get him. I know. I know. I I asked him if he's just mad at us, you know. Well, so uh, we got to look him back, and it's been, it was August of 2014 when you first came on our show. So, uh, yeah, Dr. Elliott, thanks for uh, for coming in. Dr. Elliott with the uh, Watauga Schools. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I come when I'm invited. Hey, you're always – it it's, it's an open door. You know that. It's so. always good to see you guys. I know we always talk once a year at the Back to School Festival and kicking off the school year. And so we're kind of doing it in reverse now, the end of the yeah. school year. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And you you brought um, you brought along someone else who was who is returning on the show, but was too shy last time to talk. So uh, <laughs> it's been a few years. We've all grown up or grown out or something since then. Yeah, but, uh, it, but joined this morning by my now senior Watauga Woo! High School senior. There you go, man. Grayson Elliott, our son. Uh, so many listeners know Laura and I. Uh, Laura teaches at Parkway. We have two children in the school system. Grayson, who will be a senior next year at the high school he's with us this morning nice. our daughter athena is a rising sophomore at the high school next year and it has just been a fantastic school year for our family and uh as i'm kind of wrapping up my nine-year tenure here in the school system and you know just been a little sentimental here the last uh, few days and thinking about graduation and all the things i just want to say thank you to you guys for Always being a supporter of the schools. Yeah, well, that's that's what it's all about, and uh, you know, we're, we're glad Grayson's back because um, we, as the show goes on, we'll definitely uh, we got some questions for you, Grayson. So, so be no ready. pressure. Well, it, uh, what, I, what we like is you know one, one thing, and if all of our listeners know is it's not just the school su- system that we're supporting. We do that. We talk about the kids and, and then the Everybody. future. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the future of our, of, of us. Right. right. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're big component. We're big supporters of, um, the CTE programs that you, you guys offer at the high schools. And that's where Grayson's going to come in. So yeah, absolutely. We've got some questions. We'll talk about all the things. Right, that's it. Um, well, Yesterday went off fairly nice. I think I didn't see any issues. It was it was the logistics went well, and uh, congratulations to all those that graduated last night. Three hundred forty-seven students That's from awesome. Watauga High School graduating last night. That's so really cool. It was uh, great. Yeah, no, it was as flawless as it looked, nice. and it was live streamed. I haven't uh, looked yet online to see how many. Usually, we have over a thousand people who Sweet. are. Watching us online, that looked like a, a packed it house. It was a packed house, from and, what I could tell. Yep, and yeah. one of, if not the largest, graduating classes uh, since I've been there. And uh, just you want to say thank you to the principal, Dr. Blanton, Mrs. Wellburton, who coordinates the graduation program. Uh, um, just and all the teachers and staff, and then of course we had, we started the day yesterday with the senior breakfast nice. uh, from yep. da- donated by Daniel Boone Inn, and yeah. lots of door prizes donated think, from. Dude, they had a big screen TV and gave away a uh, TV. I, I, was, I put my name in the hat, but I was told I couldn't do that. I, pulled, I didn't graduate. I thought I pulled your name and I saw it. And uh, I put it back. I believe in. it. I uh, believe it. I saw. <laughs> I, I saw the uh, uh, friend of ours was was at the booth, and I was like, I'm just going to take these names out. And put my, she wouldn't let me. <laughs> so thank you to so. all the businesses who donated all the airpods and gift certificates and and you'll televisions have, you'll just have to wait till carson graduates 
I, I got Megan next year, though. So, see, I got I got four tries at least. I think he's going to donate a, a new house <laughs> is what he's going to donate. Uh, and then uh, we took the seniors over for graduation That's practice. Good. And then uh, at 5.30 last night, we kicked it off with our, our student speeches and the nice. graduation pomp and circumstance. And then all the photos with families afterwards. And it's just uh, it's a wonderful time. It's a special class. Uh, I, I say that every year because they all are. But just a very accomplished class, academically and sports and everything. I enjoyed watching this because um, so, uh, this is a group that I mean I picked some of these kids up in, on a bus in kindergarten. Yeah, you know this yeah. this was that group, and uh, it was cool to, for me to see that because it's, it's a group that I've got to see personally like grow from kindergarten on. Yeah, so I, that was pretty cool. I've only known them since third grade. Though I remember picking up a few yep. on Snaggy with yep. you on the bus uh, yep. one time. But it was great to see those kids come across, and you've seen them since they were just a little bitty, yep. and you've seen them grow up in this community where we really know the kids. We really know the families. They're part of our lives. I remember when some of them played t-ball yep. or youth rec league soccer, uh, and just to see them grow and mature, and now they're adults and have spread their wings and are going out on their own. It's just as a teacher, you know this, Terry. Yeah. It just it is the fulfillment. It was cool. It was cool, and I, I'm I know there are a lot of numbers here, and and you don't have your papers with you, so I don't I don't expect you to remember that. But one of the numbers that that I was impressed with is um, two two different things. Was one was the scholarships, the amount of scholarships, six point five million dollars in scholarships, and four million of those were local scholarships. So that just tells you how generous this community is. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the and the other number was the, that I thought was interesting was um, the, those that was going that got that with the college credits and uh, you know. Going in, and because because to me a lot of those were probably the trades, yeah, uh, and, and so they that are. was a big credit. And I know we'll talk about that with Grayson yeah. in just a minute. And both of my kids uh, are enrolled in our Watauga Innovation Academy and our CTE programs. But uh, yeah, I didn't bring my notes with me. Today, yeah, I, I didn't. Two hundred and thirty-six students. Ooh, uh, there who, we go. Who earned a thousand and twenty-five college credits? The thousand that, credits. Are what, that's what I was trying to remember because that 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 to me was a a staggering number. And again. It's kids who are going into with into the, not all of them, but a lot of those kids are going into the workforce right. um, with with those college credits, and so they're coming out with certificates and uh, you know of various uh, trades and, and saving so. their their parents some yep. money. And I was talking to a girl last night who's um, wasn't thinking of going to college, and we know that a four year degree isn't the ticket to everything. In fact, increasingly it's less so. Yep. But she earned her CNA in high school in our CTE programs. She's going to be able to work at the hospital as a CNA, and that will more than pay for her yep. Her next. She really only needs about two and a half more years of school yeah. to get her four-year degree. That's really cool. Great success story. Pretty cool. We'll take a break, and we'll come right back right after this. Thanks for listening to us. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmilling equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades, and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8300. 
04. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. Yes. Speaking with uh, Dr. Scott Elliott with Target County Schools and uh, his son, Grayson Elliott, of, well, senior. Congratulations, man. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome back. And, uh, you know, Dr. Elliott, one thing that, that is sort of big, and this ties into the all about home construction side of things, and uh, one big project that the school system is, is undertaking, um, and, and it's finally, well, it's been in the works for a while, but it's finally visible to the, to the public anyway in terms of the progress, uh, and, and that's the, the Valley Cruises School. Yeah, I think back in August when I was on with you guys, we called the episode all about school construction, yep, yep. right? Yeah, so it's happening. Randy and I were just talking about that uh, before the show. So. Uh, thank you to the Board of Education and the commissioners. It's been a decades and decades long issue down in the valley of what to do about a school that that, that floods and is too small and all those things. Um, and so anyone who's been down Broadstone Road recently has seen the progress. We've been doing, uh, you know, what they the architects call the horizontal work, you know, below ground with – I don't even know the number, a large number of what they call rigid inclusions, the very deep piers that are dug underground, packed with gravel and grout. On top of that, they pour the footer. And now if you drive by there, you'll see the block work that's going on top of the the footers. I think by next month, we're going to begin to see walls going up. You'll see the outline of the building right now. Uh, There was extensive, you know, grading and putting in um, the septic tanks and the underground you know, uh, infrastructure, um, and of course, being very, very careful about uh, the stream and the Watauga River and, and all of that down there. But a lot of rain this winter slow them up. <laughs> well, we had a lot of rain, but uh, you know, we we sometimes talk about weather on this show. If you got really creative this winter, we might have measured about seven inches right. of snow and ice, right. and three inches of that came in like one hour Once, yeah, on, yeah. in March and was gone the next day. So in in that way, um, it, we were very lucky, very lucky in terms of, of construction. It's been really wet over the last you know, maybe month or so, uh, but they've, they've been able to get at it and, and get that job done. It was one of the things that I wanted to make sure was really underway and was going to happen before I decided that I was going to retire or, or leave my current job. And I'm just, <clears throat> you remember all the debates about where it should be and right. all yeah. of that. And it was a, it was a difficult process for the community to go through. The decisions were made and now I think it's going to be a beautiful school. Well, I've seen the, the, the drawings of it and it looks, it looks cool and it looks, looks like it fits the community. It yeah. does look like it fits the community. But I also want to say, while we're talking about the schools, let's don't forget, and I remind the commissioners of this, that in 2017 dollars from the last uh, facility study that we had, we have almost $100 million of school renovation or construction needs yeah. in 2017 dollars. So uh, uh, Parkway School is bursting at the seams. We have two mobile units out there. Hardin Park has been bursting at the seams. We have two mobile units over there. And we have other schools that are just 50 years old, you know, right. and, and just we've we've kept it's them up. Time. It's time. People who visit our schools, by the way, Terry, and you'll take some pride in this, given your hard work uh, and your other, other yeah. job over the summers, <laughs> is how clean our schools are yeah. and how well kept they are. And I'm really proud of that. Well, that's that that just goes to show that the, the pride in the, in the county itself. And, you know, the one thing that we don't talk about so much. I mean, it's because when we live here, I think we don't have to look at these numbers, but people who move into these to the area certainly do. And that's, you know, the 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 stats on the district in terms of, you know, the 
the best place to to live, the best place to go to school. Uh, you know, I know that's one of your one of your mottos. Um, and w- when you look at some of the rankings, we're the top four or five, sometimes the top two in the state in, in various capacities. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about those rankings because I don't really always believe in the, the things that those yeah. rankings are based on, standardized tests and some other things. But by any measure, Terry and I were talking about this during break, just we have good kids. Yeah. We have great families. Um, we have a great community that loves its schools. And when you have that and people working together, then kids are going to do great things. Um, and we are. We are the third largest employer in the county with over 800 employees. We have a, a, a budget uh, with payroll and, and other uh, you know contracts, and we do business with people in the community, over $60 million that flow through the local economy. So we're a big deal in terms of uh, the presence of the school system. But all that aside, it's it's our kids and all that they accomplish and the families who have their their parents went to our schools and their grandkids are going to our schools. And <laughs> you wouldn't hear what my teachers told my youngins. <laughs> and so oh, it's, no. uh, it, when I think back over the last nine years, uh, I'm just really proud of all the things that we all accomplished together for the kids. And over time, I'm going to forget all of the challenges that we faced, um, although I'm really proud of how we faced a lot of those challenges together. And I just hope that everyone will continue to to think of our schools as just a part of the fabric of our community and uh, not get caught up in the political rhetoric, not get caught up in the conspiracy theories, not get caught up in the all the things that there are people out there that really do want right. to divide us as sure. a community. And uh, we're so much stronger when we are together. Well, I think that's good hiring practices because, you know, uh, my children always wanted to go to school. Okay. And that's because of the teachers. You know, me, I hated it. But you know what? I graduated. I refused to quit. That's it. Well, and Terry mentioned it earlier. We we have something for everybody. There is a place for every child in our schools, and there's something for each of them to do and to be somebody and to grow and develop into the you – know, you've heard me say it at Convocation, Terry. I think God put something inside yeah. of every one of us. Well, you know, one thing on that aspect is, is you, and there is, there's something for everybody. And mm-hmm. one of the, one, you know, again, I'm, you know, I'm not a big stats guy myself, but when we talk about it, one one of the stats that are, it, you know, we look at is ninety plus percent of, you know, school graduates. There, we don't have a large dropout rate compared to others right. in the state, and, and yeah. I think I think that goes to show, you know, that. There is. There's something for everyone out there. There's a growing trend also, and I don't want to take all of our time here, but there's a growing trend, and Grayson and I were talking about it last night. I'll, brag, I'll be a dad and brag on him. He was a, one of the two junior, junior junior marshals who stood on the stage and handed the diplomas to Dr. Blanton as the kids came across the stage. We both observed the number of students who graduated a year early, yeah. who graduated really after three yep. years, and they weren't necessarily, and I hate to, I don't want to be stereotypical, but not necessarily the kids who who are going on to, uh, you know, that they were, so, so so to speak, so smart right. that they finished in three years. A lot of them are kids that are going into the trades yeah. and going into, uh, you know, career and technical education fields, and we were able to help them to get their core academic classes out of the way and graduate early. The are. growing trend in education is that we pay more we will pay more attention to the individual kids and what they need and customizing education for them the danger in that is that 
not not er- life is not a choose your own adventure right and uh and kids have to also learn how to be a part of a group and how to get along and how to navigate conflict yep. and being in school is part of growing up yep. and uh so we don't want to run them off and rush them away but we will see more and more that there are individualized plans and pathways that meet each individual kid's needs and interests I feel like I should put a plug for the virtual academy now. That's right. Well, we we haven't said we haven't said the pandemic word yet, but one of the great things that came out of us thinking things differently was that we can do school differently now. Yep. And you are one of the fantastic teachers nice. in our Watauga virtual academy. Big plug here. Um, that is kind of a big experiment for us, and it has been a lifesaver for many many families. Oh, big time! But yeah. we need more families to enroll in it. Yeah. For it to be successful and viable moving forward, we'll probably have to have a little better internet service that we got. You know? We do, and we were able to work with the county and Skyline Sky Best and Blue Ridge Energy. You might, we mapped out for them based on surveys that we did with our students to find out where there is and is not strong internet and wireless access. During uh, remote instruction, we handed out about 250 Wi Fi hotspots. But what we found was in the very places where people didn't have Internet, they also didn't have cell service. Correct. Just like right now. Well, Part of the time I could dial at my house, I've been with Carolina West now since the late 90s, and I can dial right now and it tell me in my basement I have no service. Yep. Well, my understanding is they run on the backbone of the Verizon network, and I'm sorry to our partners with Verizon, but our cell service has just gotten worse and worse yeah. uh, here Ever in the community. So, uh, but back to, to Internet. So we were able to tell them, yes, on the backside of, of uh, Meat Camp, yes, all the way down Triplet, yep. yes, in Stony Fork, uh, yes, uh, Creston. Those are the places where we don't have no high quality internet and a big plug to skyline sky best they run fiber and will run it straight to your house and um i think a six million dollar grant that came out of the american recovery act and that fiber is being laid right now that's awesome they say we'll be over 95 percent high speed activity in the county well that's huge and and again you know it's just like well i don't get too much on the soapbox but you know there's there's thing there's good and bad with everything and uh, what we've seen with this remote learning is while it's not good for everyone it's really great for a lot well, of for some if you have you know. a child with cancer yeah. if you have a child with a significant uh, mental or physical disability if you have a family that is uh, going through some significant changes or if you have a child that is uh, having some difficulty adapting in school or for whatever reason, or if you have a child that that is the best way that they learn, and, and that that's and, the and modality that's, for them to learn, it's good to have that option. But these things cost money, and I hate to be the businessman right. in the group, but in its economy of scale, the yep. more people do it, the less expensive it is really to operate it. So big plug out there. If you have a child that you're homeschooling, if you have a, if you've been thinking about coming into public school, or if you're thinking about leaving public school, but you're looking for another way to help keep your child connected. You want them to play athletics. You want them to be able to be in Battle of the Books. You want them to be able to be in the theater program. Call us, and let's talk about our options. We do full-scale, wide-open, homeschool dual enrollment at the high school level, and we are in grades 4 through 8 next year in our virtual academy, and there are all kinds of flexible options we have for how to make that work because of teachers like you, Terry. That's the, that's the fun job for me. Now, now hold on here now. Uh, Don't give him the big head. I have no big I head. I mean, he was, uh, he was happy to do it. Uh, I like it. I love the challenge. Randy, this could be the all about Terry's no, uh, no, no, show no, right no, here, no, let me tell you. No. 
Well, uh, so one one thing, and I think this gets overlooked to, the, to a lot of people in the public, and that is we have, you know, Watauga High School. But inside of Watauga High School, we also have the Innovation Academy. Um, what What is sort of, uh, when you look at it, they're, they're two and one in, in, in some ways. Is that? Yeah, let me give you a little, little history of this. We talked about this uh, back in 2015. So in 2014, when I first came on, um, this was already an idea in the works, but we helped to finish off the application for what is called a cooperative innovative high school. A lot of people off the mountain will uh, be familiar with the phrase early college. Mm-hmm. It's when your high school kids are enrolled in community college from ninth grade through 12th grade. They're taking community college classes, they're taking high school classes, and it all counts towards your high school diploma and you're earning an associate's degree at the same time. Well, We got together and decided that it would be better for us to take this route, a cooperative innovative school, a school within a school. So if you walk over the hallways of Watauga High School, you don't know the difference because any given class, say a welding shop or in the automotive shop or our nursing program, some of the students in there are in the WIA. uh, We just talked about the VA, didn't we? (laughs) The WIA, and some of them are just in taking it for high school credit. We've gotten really creative about how to do that. But we have students, we had one last night, who walked the stage and got his associate's degree and high school diploma at the same time. You're sitting here with one of those kids who's on track to do that next year. And we meet with the community college folks every month to talk about what's going on in the workforce. What programs do we have that are working? What do we need to update? What do we need to stop doing? What do we need to add? We're we're looking at adding... uh, Emergency service, fire, EMS, EMT. We're working with the community college to uh, add a HVAC program that will happen over at at the college. We have more students who want to do nursing and health programs than we have labs for, on and on and on. So it's a really wonderful program. Again, free college credits for those kids. I'm proud of Grayson. We keep talking about him. He's sitting here. He's on next. He's in our our nursing program. Uh, My daughter, Athena, is in our engineering program doing drafting. Yeah, our, well, our, our health occupations program, yeah. and it's more than about nursing. Um, but we can talk about all that. Sweet. We'll take a break, and then we'll come right back. Thanks for listening. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmilling equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades, and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right, all about home construction here in WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. And don't forget the VFW breakfast going on right now until uh, 10 o'clock, Randy. Is that right? No, actually, it goes to 11. 11 o'clock. It's the times, homie. didn't tell me. 11 o'clock, my fault. So, uh, 8 to 11. So go over there and get a good, get a good breakfast. It's, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, they say. It's my favorite. Tastes the best. So They're all good. Ah, I love it. Well, uh, speaking with uh, now Grayson Elliott. Senior at Watauga High School. 
Congratulations. So, uh, welcome, man. So, tell me a little bit. So, we've we heard from uh, your dad a little bit about what the Innovation Academy is, and so now we're, we're, the the table has turned, and we come we're going to come to you now. And what, do you, in your view, not not what Dad says, but in your view, what what do you think is the uh, how how would you describe the Innovation Academy? Yeah, and it's great to be here this morning. So. I'm not as shy as I was in, in fifth grade when I was last year. There we year. go. But, um, yeah, thank you. I've gotten to uh, – so a couple weeks ago I got to go speak to some eighth graders at Hardin Park about the transition, and we talked a lot about the WI, so I've got a little bit of practice nice. kind right. of getting the spiel. But, yeah, I've been in the WI since I was a freshman, and I'm in kind of the, the health care pathway of that. And I'm no longer taking classes in that pathway, but I did my freshman and sophomore year. And it really is, I mean, you wouldn't know the difference between a WIA and high school student. Um, and that's, you know, I think that's really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm still in normal classes with, you know, WHS people. Really, it's just a, a formality in a way that WIA versus WHS. And, you know, there have been some incredible opportunities opened up. that have opened up um, because I'm in the WIA. I will be graduating with my associate's degree. Nice. So, you know, depending on where I go to college, I could be starting there as a junior, which would be super cool. And, you know, just in general, I've been able to take some really cool classes with Caldwell. Like um, right now, this summer, I'm taking sociology, which is super interesting to me. So, nice. yeah, it's cool. Well, and I didn't even think about the, the aspect of, of continuing the summer, you know, for, for those. And, and I guess that helps helps you with that associate's degree. And yes, you're sir. able to do that now and live at mom and dad's house still. So you're, yeah. not, you're not on your own paying rent. Um, and so you're able to knock that out and yeah, definitely get a head start when, in, you know, in a year from now when you graduate. Yes, sir. So um, that, that that's pretty cool. And now I know you're, you're also a part of many clubs, um, and, and one of those is the HOSA Club. And I, I got to see, I got to, yeah. I got to witness uh, back at spring break, um, the uh, just just watching that unfold in, in Greensboro as you went down with the HOSA uh, and, and got a, got first place. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Yeah, it was a super cool experience. Yeah. Um, there were about fifty other competitors, and you know they were pretty intimidating. So I was, I was just, you know, they call it the top ten onto the stage, and I was really blessed to be in the top ten. And then, you know, second place, third place, second place, I was like, ah, oh, well, top ten was, was really cool. And they called me out for first, and so that's awesome. And you know, I'll be in Dallas in two weeks. That's, it's coming up, I know, yeah, at the international conference, and so that would be super cool. And that, that's cool. So, so tell us a little bit about that competition. Yeah, so you know, HOSA. For those that don't know, it's it's a club at the high school. For those interested in in going into the um, medical field, I think the technical name for it is like uh, future health professionals, health, health occupational students of America. That's health is H yes. O is occupation, and then students of America. Yeah, yeah. come on, teacher. And so, <laughs> um, my my competition in particular was uh, called the research poster. There's about seventy competitions. And so my research highlighted um, unrecognized and unreported brain injury. And so I did a, a study. I spent about four months kind of putting my data together into a pretty big research poster. Yeah. So I got that printed over there at Staples, and I got to go present it. And so they, my poster was prejudged, and then I got to go and give a short four-minute presentation on that. That's so, pretty cool. That's cool. Well, that, that's fun. And then, then the, the next part, like you said, is a trip to Dallas. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. Uh, Dallas will be kind of fun. It will, yes, sir. It's going to be a little warm in the end of June, but it'll be fun. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations on that. Well, so at, 
as a student, now you, you, you've mentioned you, like, you, you're going through the associate's path, and when you graduate, you're going to have a high school and an associate's degree path. At, at least that's the plan now. It, do you feel like that's a, a large workload on you compared to you know other students? I mean, how, how does it feel you know, in terms of, of every day? You know, I mean, I, I love going to school. I always have. Um, I think my parents and, you know, obviously I think a lot of people know about my dad and, and he's, you know, it's pretty obvious that he's very passionate about public school education. But my mom is, is just the same. And I don't think she gets enough credit um, for really how she has helped me and cultivated my education. And so just to say, I've had tr- two tremendous parents that have really um, you know, public. I've just been exposed to public school, but I love going to school. And I've taken uh, not only have I taken college classes, I've taken a lot of AP classes. And so this past year, I had uh, ten classes. So I was taking two, one more each semester than what a typical student would. Nice. And all but one of them were AP or college classes. And then this summer, I'll have three college classes. And so you know, it, it is a lot of work, I'm, and I have to work very hard at it. But um, it's it's enjoyable for me, and I enjoy working hard, and so yeah. it's been a good experience. Well, it obviously leaves you time because you're you're like we mentioned, you're in the clubs, um, you you're involved with the sports. Uh, yes, sir. Was there a sport season you were not in doing anything? Uh, no, sir. You, football. You went straight to football to wrestling, yeah, wrestling and track and, and track. Field. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, so so that that's you know that that's 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 cool, and 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 again, I guess that's to me that's one of the advantages of public school. Is that you? You can go to school, and you can do the other stuff too. And, it, and it, you know, it, it's you all know that I'm a big soccer fan. And in, in the soccer world, we, you know, we, when a couple of years ago, when the when the U.S. team didn't make the the World Cup, it was always like, you know, free soccer. Why don't we have free soccer? Why don't we? And it's kind of like we, we do. We we don't cult, you know we, we don't use that. And maybe the outside community should be able to help a little more in, in that you know infrastructure. But we have free soccer. High school soccer, yeah. you know, and it's like, um, it, but I, I say, you know, it's, it's the same with everything in, in these clubs. You know, it's you're the host of the club that you're a member of. You're like you're, you know, you may have a little member due, but th- the school system, like through various grants and through public help, uh, you know, services where, where outside people are donating in, you know, you're able to, to be exposed to a lot of things that normally you wouldn't. Um, and, and, you know, for instance, that convention that we, we you mentioned uh, where you got first place, you know, down in Greensboro, it was really cool because I mean, because I was there chaperoning with with the you know, with the middle school group. And there, there's a hospital group that brought out the dummies for the, the uh, CPR. And it was really cool because it's electronic. And as you, you know, you're giving CPR and it's telling you, are you doing, you know, it has, it's hooked up to a little iPad looking thing. And it was like. Are you doing enough compressions at the right speed and, and too hard, too not hard enough and stuff like that? It's just really cool. So yeah, it's it's cool and um, yeah, that was just reminding me that recently this school year we got something called an anatomage table, and at the state competition two years ago um, there was a, the anatomage group kind of had these these tables set up. And what it is is it's a virtual cadaver. So if you want to imagine like a, a pretty good-sized kitchen table and it's got a, a, a TV screen on it that's a touch screen, and then you can, with your hands, kind of dissect a cadaver. And it's it's a full cadaver. It's got everything there. Um, it, it looks straight out of Star uh, like Star Trek. Oh, my gosh, It does. Yeah. Like it's pretty cool. And so we uh, at the state competition, everybody's, this is so cool, and we've got one at our high school. 
and I, you know it, it's a very um, a very very expensive piece of technology and th- I think that's just one of the incredible things that we have at our high school that's available to students and I've gotten to use it and they use it in the classes there at the high school and so it's super yeah. cool well and, and that's really cool and um uh, yeah, that's a, that's the coolest. If you, if you don't know what that is, if you then Google that because it's uh it's it is it's straight out of Star Trek. It's awesome. You know what's better better than what we had when I was a kid because you know the first dissection we ever did was uh, a cow. Nice. And they brought it into the class. Not not the whole cow, but the entrails. You know, and plus it'd been cleaned and yeah. everything. But you know, we all got to touch that's it cool. and. You know, the teacher well, took the parts out and everything, and she explained to us that the only difference between a cow and a human is we got a one-chamber heart and they have a four. Yeah. You know, and everything else is the same. Well, one thing that I like, and, and this is just the way I learn, and, and, and it's apparent. You know, Randy and I, we're on these shows. We're constantly, you know, it's like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. And then we, we dive into it, you know. And so I like to learn, the you know, as – Personally, and when it's not you know not counting work, but like for me, it's like okay, what interests me? Like what what do I have an interest in? And then let's figure that out. Um, and then a lot of that is just too is is hands on. If I can do something, it's going to help me out in, in learning. And we, you know, there's there's philosophy behind that. But but that's the way I learn. And there's a lot of kids that learn that way. And I guess Dr. Elliot, that's what you know. This is just one example of that one piece of technology that allows that to happen. Well, I've seen a lot of education trends come and go in my last 30 years, but I'm a believer that we human beings, we learn by doing. We learn by being able to touch things, create things, solve problems, build things. And I was a high school English teacher, and we can do that as, in, as easily in English or, and social studies as we can in masonry or in welding. Uh, creating knowledge and applying that knowledge is the way that our brains were wired to really learn to do things. So I'm really proud of Grayson. I'm really proud of all of our students in all of our different fields that are doing those things. And we have students now this summer, they're busy. I don't ever remember being this busy when I was a kid. Um, You know, Grayson's dissecting on an item watch table, and I was trying to figure out how to wire a stereo in my car. Right, right. right. (laughs) But we have kids that are doing internships in uh, journalism. We have a group that's taking a tour of Germany that are about to leave. Uh, We have students going to all different places across the U.S. for competitions. Put a little plug in for Grayson here. He wouldn't mention it, but he's going to one of the service academies for summer seminar next week. our public school system affords our students opportunities that they can't get, I'm sorry, anywhere else. Right. And I'm just really proud of them. Well, and we have a system that where the community supports that, too. Absolutely. And we're grateful for it. We'll take a last break. We'll come right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmill and equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, 
or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades and debarkers, so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. And again, don't forget the VFW breakfast going on until 11 o'clock over at the VFW today. And Just so. give it 15 minutes, I'll be there. Randy, no, Randy will be there, and he'll <laughs> just serve you. And uh, No, he may eat all the food first. You may want to get on over there in the next 15 minutes. I, I uh, did not eat no food before but, I came. Which is why they better get over there now, because you're going to eat it when you get there. But, um, no, Dr. Elliot, again, thanks for coming on, talking a little bit about the school system. Grayson, thanks for coming on and sharing a little yes, bit of your do. experience. Uh, Grayson, we've got a few more minutes, and we'll, we'll, we'll give your dad a chance to talk. Don't worry, Dad. But... I'm going to ask you this now. I know, and I'm going to ask you because I know I see you in the hallways. I've seen you hanging out with friends, and obviously you got friends. So your your friends, you know, you know people who are in some of the other CTE programs as well. What would you, from the outside looking in, to your friends, what would you say is their experience? And you know, and, and I'm talking like the trades, uh, welding. Um, that's a, I know that's a really big uh, popular one at the high school. The automotive the section, uh, the construction section. What would you say is your your friend's experience? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of people that I've gone to school with here in Watauga since we moved here in third grade. And I think the first, maybe one of the first classes they've ever enjoyed and been passionate about is one of those classes at the high school where they can do stuff, um, you know, very, very hands-on stuff that's preparing them for a career. And even people that maybe that's not something that they thought they were going to be interesting interested in. Um, but yeah, the carpentry, um, uh, the the auto uh, auto program there, and welding. That's and honestly, I mean, I wish I could take some of those classes. It looks like they always have so much fun, and uh, the 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 students in there just absolutely love it, and it's it's so cool. Save so, a lot of money down the road. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, and that's that's sort of the key, and, and you see that, and I, I like that the way you said that because. You you see that like that fire inside of some of these kids, and um, you know the, it, it it keeps the dropout rate the way you know high or well the drop the the graduation rate high the dropout rate low, um, and and you know and I think I like that because it, it's it's keeping kids involved and and growing and um, so yeah so the, it's it's really cool to see and with with between that and and the sports and stuff you you're uh, you're you're constantly busy you're constantly growing but it, it's done in a way that that you enjoy it yes sir definitely yeah cool well dr elliot um we've got about 7 more minutes here and so it, we're it, we're going to kind of sandwich some things in we, we your first uh, time we really got to talk was on the show and last time was a superintendent on the show so uh yeah. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm graduating. Uh. Before we before we uh, end CTE, I just want to uh, put a make a shout out to the first time that we can recall that a Watauga County Schools County Teacher of the Year 
is a CTE teacher. Eric Mortensen is our automotive right. instructor at Watauga High School. It just speaks to the respect that his colleagues have for him. And, uh, you know, I, when I first came here in 2014, I heard, oh, it's a university community. They don't care about the kids who aren't going to a four-year school. I don't think I've ever seen that. But uh, if it was ever true, I hope it's not true anymore. There is such respect for our trades programs and our career to- uh, technical ed programs. And I think it says a lot that uh, they they named a, a CT teacher, yeah. the county teacher That's of the year. Cool. So congratulations to Eric. Well, I, I know from w- when the process was starting of building the new high school, which it's been over 10 years now, um, I think that was one of the big concerns to, the, to a lot in the community is, is what's going to happen to the trades. That's right. Um, so it's great to see that. That instead of shrinking and growing away, they've actually expanded and grown. It, it cost more money at the time to do it, and that building opened in 2010. Uh, but that building was constructed with the CTE and Caldwell Community College classes in mind. Right. And that's why you have all of those fantastic labs and spaces down there with all those welding booths, all those automotive bays. Uh, we could probably even use more space for our construction program, things like that. But the school was built with that in mind. But you know what? That wasn't the case. I was on that committee, and the only thing they were going to keep was cosmetology and automotive, and they were going to phase everything else out. Well, you know the history better than I do, but somewhere along the way, the community college and the school system were able to advocate to the county and say it would be so much better to put all those eggs in the basket of the high school than to try to replicate all of those right. things over at the community college campus. And that was my thing. Yeah. Was there's kids that's never going to go to college, and you've got to take care of all, yeah. not the ones that's going to college. Well, to you and, uh, you know, all those commissioners, and I know just like anything big and important, it wasn't easy to get to that point. But they did it and did it right. And I'm grateful that we have all those programs there now. Yeah. Well, and, and then we're able to expand. I mean, we have our ROTC program, our JROTC program that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people don't don't realize how big of a program that is. That a lot of students join that club or that group. Yeah. Um, and so, again, it's just, it's just more opportunities, regardless of where you're going when you graduate. Uh, there's more opportunities. So. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, because we're all not cookie cutters, right? None That's of us right. are the same. And, That's right. Uh, pretty cool. You know, so, well, the sky's the limit. You just got to pick out which part of the sky you want. That's a, that's a good philosophy. Well, you, you said we have a few minutes. I don't know if you have more questions, but I just, you know, I've been saying, I've said I'm not having like a goodbye tour, you know. Oh, sorry, all right. uh, so I just want to say thank you to everyone in the community. Um, I came in 2014 and um, it was a big change for our family. We lived in Brevard and my wife and I were educators there for 19 years. Our children were born there. Uh, we were involved in our church there, um, in our sports programs, and friends there. It was a huge change for us to come here, and, and that's a common story that you hear from a lot of people who want to come and live and be a part of this wonderful community. It's been the best decision of our lives. Well, we're, we're so happy and appreciative of this community and how they've embraced us. Um, as I said earlier, the kids will still be in school. Laura will still be out there teaching at Parkway School. I'm not retiring. Um even though I, I think I have 72 years uh, years of dog years and superintendent <laughs> years. But uh, many people already know it, but they haven't announced it yet. I'm still going to be working in the community and, and still being a part of trying to help to 
just support and grow and, and protect this wonderful mountain community that we live in. So people will see me around, and maybe there'll be a, a topic or a reason I can come back around and talk to you again totally. sometime and, soon. Um, you know that. Um, the one recommendation that I have is make sure your alarm does not set for 3 o'clock anymore in the morning. Um, <laughs> Someone pulled out a, a photo that I took a few years back of me at 3.02 a.m. Yeah. at Meat Camp Fire Department checking so, the roads. So, and so, so, so make sure you, you turn that alarm off next winter. <laughs> um, but, no, we, we appreciate all the work that you've done. And, you know, whether whether it's decisions that I've agreed, agreed with or not, the, the, the decisions that, I, that you make, I will say that – I know that you made them with the best uh, intentions and the, and the biggest faith, and um, so thank you for that. You know, it's, and it's it's and it's great to have leadership that you've been on a bus with me. You know, you, I've you, you you've dumped trash out in the trash, but you know, trashed can. You've you, you've done all the work, and and I I think that speaks a lot to your leadership. Uh, and thank you for that. You know, because mm-hmm. it's it's not a you know so many times you you get leaders that are at the top that just like to sit behind the desk and. And delegate and yell. And, and well, my first job was as a custodian, and I will never forget being a student at Glenwood Elementary School, where my family went to school, and how much the cafeteria la- ladies loved me and made sure that I was fed. And I never knew that I was on free and reduced lunch, but my parents knew and always instilled in me a respect for the people who took care of us. And so that carried that with me throughout my career. And I'm as grateful for the custodians, cafeteria workers, and maintenance staff as I am for the principals and assistant superintendent. It takes a whole big team, and that team includes the parents and business folks and you guys, and that's what makes this community so wonderful. Well, we do appreciate it. And, um, yeah, you, you're not going to be a stranger to the show. We'll, we'll get you back on. I'll see something. y'all at football games football, and basketball, that's right. basketball and all the places. That's it. So will be a while before I get there. <laughs> well, you call me. I'll let you in. <laughs> well, thanks again. Um, thanks for the last nine years. We appreciate that. And oh, yeah. um, best of luck to you, man. Yeah, thank you guys again. About this? It's been a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you. I worked, uh, Terry Dinos, I worked at AM radio station yeah. too, is one of my jobs to pay my way through school. And so great, so glad we still have local radio Love in this it. community. It's such a wonderful thing. And I appreciate you guys always getting out the good word. So always. not goodbye, but we'll see you soon. See you next time. See you in the next chapter. Grayson, thanks a lot, man. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good summer. Have fun at have some no. camp. Good luck in uh, Dallas. Yes, sir. And all the other fun things. Yes. Don't forget those senior pictures, man. Yeah. All right, Randy, VFW breakfast going on till 11 o'clock. Come on. Let's do it. Thanks a lot for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. All right, bye.